the person, Minister King, Reverend Grant, officers, members, and our guests, good morning. Here are your announcements for this week. We are sad to announce the passing of Brother Albert Burton. Brother Burton was a former trustee and Sunday school teacher. Services will be held for Brother Burton here at Ebenezer this Friday, September 1st. The visitation will be at 11 a.m., followed by the funeral service at noon. Again, we're starting an hour later than we usually do. This is at the family's request. The visitation will be at 11, followed by the funeral service at noon. Please keep Brother Burton's family in your prayers. Services were held Friday for former member Brother Larry White, the brother of Sister Deborah Bloodson. Please keep that family in your prayers also. A member of our faith community is in need of a home health care worker. If you are interested or you know someone who is interested and qualified, please call the church office. The Unit Ushers League is sponsoring its annual luncheon on Saturday, September 23rd. The event will be held at the Oak Lawn Hilton, 9333 South Cicero. This year, Sister Lenora Elms, one of our very own ushers, is one of the honorees. Amen. Amen. Sister Elms has served long and faithful on our ushers ministry. Tickets are $75. Please see any usher for a ticket to support Sister Elms and our ushers. The deadline for tickets is September 14th, and again, you can see any usher for your ticket. We'd like to remind you of yoga class that takes place on Tuesdays. Remember, you must have a signed waiver to participate in the class, and we are still taking your food handler certificate. Please remember to send the copy to the office when you complete your course. And finally, September is Gospel Music Heritage Month. And of course, there cannot be a discussion about the history of gospel music without us, the birthplace of gospel music. We're going to celebrate that history on the afternoon of Sunday, September 24th, at which time we will not only celebrate gospel music history, but also some of our own local gospel music living legends. 
including our very own Sister Wilma Newchurch, Maestro Richard Evans, and Sister Loretta Oliver. So please mark your calendars. That's the fourth Sunday in September at 3 p.m. for this great gospel celebration. Those are your announcements for this week. If you are viewing our service on social media, we invite you to share this service. If you are here and you have the service on your device, please remember to turn your device to silent. Thank you. The church say amen. Amen. We have some exciting things that are happening in the life of ministry at Ebenezer, and we certainly want you, you, and you to participate. A few quick announcements. Um, again, we uh, are celebrating. Uh, we're almost complete with the Hazel Stillwell Room. Uh, it's really coming along really, really nice. There are a few other things that we have to do, uh, but it is going very, very well. Thank you to all of you who have seeded in that effort. Again, we know that we have a lot to do. We know that we have a lot to do. And there's, a, there's an old military term that says you can't eat the whole elephant. You got to eat it piece by piece, right? And so that's what we're trying to do, prioritizing things that we're trying to get done uh, so that we can uh, uh, have our facility the way uh, we know will bring honor and praise to God. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of those who have seeded to support that effort. Uh, it really looks nice. Also, we have our stove and our, our uh, fryer in the uh, kitchen, and it needs to be hooked up, and then uh, we'll be able to go press go with respect to that. Um, also, I want to say uh, thank you to all those persons that uh, made it to uh, Pastor Jonathan Brooks' installation. Uh, we saw you. We're glad to see you. For those who uh, uh, were there, witnessed a wonderful, wonderful celebration uh, as the mantle was passed to uh, our own uh, Reverend Jonathan Brooks. Uh, I saw some people there in the afternoon. I didn't see in the morning, but it was good to see you in somebody's church. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, and thank you for those who decided to do double duty to support uh, Brother Jonathan. Amen? Amen. Also, we just want to remind you, there's only a, a couple of expectations, uh, pastoral expectations that we really have. And one of the things that's so critical, so critical, so critical is that you are either in Bible study or Sunday school. Or both. That's the preferred. But let me say it again because it was, a, it was a, a pregnant pause. If you particularly are in leadership, you should be in Sunday school or Bible study or both. You can't be a leader if you don't know what we're talking about and what we're focusing on. So I'm just putting that out there. Now, now, if anybody could ever be exempt from Sunday school or Bible study, it could be me, it could be Minister King, but we are both of most, well, we are, we are there, right? Because we believe how important Christian education is. Because as a Christian, you've got to understand the import of what we call in the academia, 
continuing education so that you can stay on the cutting edge of what's happening, what people are talking about, so that you can put a, a theological or religious context of things that we see happening in our world. Y'all don't hear me. But let me just say it again. If you are in leadership first, but if you, this goes for all members, but if you're in leadership first, you need to be in Sunday school and the Bible study. Amen? Also, we just want to say, just want to say, just want to say, uh, uh, October 8th, second Sunday in October, is Women's Day at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Come on, come on. We're going to be celebrating women. And we are so happy. I haven't got the final confirmation. I know the letter went out. Um, we are pleased. We are praying that we get, I ain't going to say the name yet, but the person is coming that we have extended invitation. We're waiting to get confirmation that all is good and she will be here. But once I get that confirmation, I will say the name of the person. But she's a dynamic, dynamic speaker, uh, has a huge following all over the country, and we are Please this punch that she will be here, but I'll hate I'll save the name until I get the confirmation. Yes. But we're gonna we're gonna make that a, a incredible weekend as we celebrate the women of Ebenezer. Amen. Amen. So y'all start inviting y'all friends, neighbors, relatives, acquaintances, and the like. Amen. Y'all y'all act like it's it's still a hundred degrees. The Lord didn't give us a respite. And we act like the heat, the, the atmosphere is oppressive. Come on now, let's give God praise for what we are doing in ministry. Amen. 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 At this time, we want to acknowledge our visitors. If there's any visitors in the house that look like everybody here uh, is, is, is uh, what we call on the regular, right? So uh, let's just stand and let's just greet one another as we press the flesh and pass the peace of Christ one to another. Come on, let's stand. Come on, come on. Get, shake it off. Shake it off. Amen.
We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every heart said amen. Amen.
is tragic. And uh, Deacon Mayberry, not Deacon Mayberry, uh, Dana King said something on his uh, his uh, radio show. He had to he had to uh, send out the disclaimer because it, it is controversial, but it does make you think because they're killing up black folk just cause. Just because you tried to get on Edward Waters University, HBCU, in Jacksonville, Florida. And but for the grace of God, a security guard said to that, man, you can't come up in here. And he turned around and went someplace else. But three people lost their lives. For no good reason. And then you have people making a joke out of getting booked in Fulton County Jail as if it's no big deal that you would attempt to undermine our country and our pursuit for democracy. It just, it just blew my mind, but not really. When I watched the portion of the debate when they said if, if a certain person got convicted would you still support them? And all but one raised their hand. Now, the last I checked, that that was supposed to be a disqualifying thing. But, 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 but we're living in a world that truth is ignored. And lies are, are prevailing, are accepted. I mean, they don't even make it covert. They lie to your face and, and tell you not to believe your own eyes. Why do you say that, Reverend Person? Because we're living in a chaotic world. And people's lives are being impacted in negative ways. And hence, you got people just spewing hate and going killing people because they're different. So, we come to this place to, to offer prayers. Prayers for Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, and Doris Robinson. I know Beverly is watching and she cares for her cousin, Deacon Chester Coleman, Delise Grant, Alfred Moore's family, Sister Moore, Mary Burton, and the Burton family, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Mary Alexander, Reverend James Thompson, Bernetta Pearson, Michael Jones Jr., Ernestine Rowe, Lily Turner, Myrtle Gunn, we're praying for Myrtle today, Terrell Blevins, Fady. Turner, Leonard Tober, Willie Wyndham, Brenda and Charles McLaughlin, John Lewis, Monica Purnell, Willie Mae Davis, Marlena Jackson, Beverly Bogus, Rhonda Brown, praying for Jack Spink, praying for Virgiline Daniels, Lee Stevenson, Laura Conwell, Maisie Jordan, Aaron McCray, Maxine Osby, Marita Payton, Joseph Harris, Jennifer Warren, Praying for 
Irene Brown, Tasha McShane, Sean Harden, Linda Mayfield, Marlene Corn, Marvin Locke, Children of Coma Hospital, Rob Martin, Pamela Morris, Howard Jones, Eric Morgan, Marcus Sibley, Ruby Clark, Princess Bird, the Bird family, Edward Sullivan, Myron Brooks, praying for our mayor, praying for all those whose names we have and those names we don't have. If you stand in need of prayer or know somebody that stands in the need of prayer, we invite you to stand at this time. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. God, we pause right now to ask, oh God, that you would have mercy upon these thy people in the names which we have called the names that have not been spoken but known only to you. God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would touch, heal, and deliver. God, we ask that you meet them at the point of their needs, oh God. God, we're calling on your name because we know you are able. You are able to meet us at our point of need. You're able to help us to overcome whatever situation that we are wrestling with. Only you, God. Only you. God, we lift up those who are grieving right now. Lord, you promised that you would never leave us. Never forsake us, O oh God, even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You won't leave us. For that we are glad. God, we lift up this church right now, God. You know the direction we're going because we're following your path. And God, as we walk in faith, oh God, we ask that you will continue to open every door that we stand in front of. That you would send us the resources, the people, oh God, to do the work that you've given to our hands. God, we know you are able. And you have been so good, oh God. Because you brought us, oh God, in a short time, a mighty long way. But we're excited, oh God, because we know that you didn't bring us this far just to bring us this far. That you have a way for us to go. So God, we're trusting and we're believing, oh God, and listening to your voice. God, we ask now that you bless the balance of this service. We pray, God, that the preached word would be so powerful that it will destroy and break yokes, that it will lift further, that will cause those who are listening to go on and see what the end will be. We will be ever so careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory which belongs to you. This is our prayer. This be our plea. For it is in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. You may be seated in his presence.
created all these things we call our own. From the mighty to the small, the glory in them all is God's and God's alone. God and God alone reveals the truth of all we call unknown. And all the worst and best of men can't change the master's plan. It's God's and God's alone. God's and God alone is fit to take the universe is thrown. Let everything that lives reserve its truest praise for God and God Oh, oh, oh. 
Hallelujah. God and God alone. Amen. Amen. It is a... Uh, Oftentimes when we get the opportunity to stand before God's people, we uh, have a lot of time, we spend a lot of time in prayer and we're asking God, what would you have me say to your people? Because a lot of times our own agendas and things, we go, I need to tell them this. God will say, no, that's good, but not this week. And then he'll say, well, and you'll say, okay, well, what about this? And he'll say, no. And then you sit there and you just say, okay, God, well, what do you want me to do? And then he'll send you someplace that you had no intention of going. But that's how God works. That's how it works. And I've learned to stop fighting and pushing and, 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 and pumping and priming. I told Pastor earlier, I heard him when he said it. I joked with him. I said, you like pulling teeth. And I said, not me, not today. I'm just going to do what God told me to do, and I'm going to go sit back down over there in the corner. Amen? Amen. Amen. So the scripture text is in red, Second uh, Chronicles 20, 22, uh, Chronicles 20, 23 through 29. I'm not going to read again. Uh, the word of God is already blessed. Let's just pray. Father God, we ask that you would touch right now, God, the preacher. God, move me out of the way, God, and let them only hear and see from you. We ask, God, that someone amongst us would be edified and moved. And if there be anybody in the room who shows up and does not know you and the pardon of their sin, we ask when the door is open that they would come running. What must I do? And ask you, what must I do to be saved? Amen? Amen. Can we just give a little bit more of that past me now? Thank you, Lord. Come on. Y'all know the song. Come on. Pass me not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me not, oh gentle Savior. Come on, come on, come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
This morning, for a few moments, I just want to talk from a simple subject that simply is entitled, When God Turns the Tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, when God <laughs> turns the tables. Amen? Amen. In, 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 our, in our scripture text, we, 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 we come on right at the point where this massive army and group of people have lined up before a greater army. And some of them are filled with fear and some are filled with angst because they don't know what is going to happen. And God sends out a, a group of people. He has given them instruction. And I would, I would advise you, please go back and read uh, the entire chapter. But he gave them some directions. He said, don't worry about the fight. He says, send out your praises and your choir and send them before the army. And he says, all I want you to do is to have them sing praises and Zion songs and lift up their voices. And then I'm going to paraphrase God and then watch me do what I do. Okay. All right. What I, what, I, what I learned is what I learned is, is that many people, many people have been in circumstances where it felt like that the enemy was controlling the scenario of your story. And, and if, if you can relate to this, and I'm sure somebody in the room can, uh, there's, there's some of us who have uh, issues and ideas where we feel like the enemy is in control of the situation. Every time you turn left, there's a problem. Every time you turn right, there's another problem. But I'm here to tell you this morning, Ebenezer, just to take heart, because I believe God is about to turn your table around. You see, God has written the synopsis of your story, and even though the narrative might not be looking good for some of you right now, the tables are about to be turned. Did a little research on the phrase, the phrase, the tables are about to turn, according to the dictionary, it, it simply says this, it simply says, uh, uh, someone, it isn't generally understood that you have reversed the fortunes in your favor to some capacity as to reverse one's position relative to someone else, especially by turning a position of disadvantage into one of advantage. So, 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 church, if we were to look at this in another way, it would simply mean that someone who was initially weak now has the upper hand. Many of you here today, church, need to know that you're not under a threat. It might feel like you're under a threat, but I'm here to correct you today. No, 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 no. You need to look at the enemy and say, no, no, no. You're not threatening me. I'm threatening you. Because, see, as we look at our text, one of the, well, on the day of the, the, the Moabites and their allies, the, what is it, the Ammonites and the Edomites, they declared war upon Judah. And Judah, y'all know Judah means praise. Y'all will catch that later. And the word had reached Jerusalem that a vast army was marching on the city. And as a result, King Jehoshaphat is shaken by this, and, and, and he's shaken up pretty badly and, and, and because all of the information, because he's heard about this great army that's about to be at his doorstep. So what he did was he took some time and went into fasting and praying. But the Bible says that Jehoshaphat led the people in a time of public prayer. If we can pause right there for a moment, I don't know about you, but I know one thing, prayer works. And if we spent a lot more, long, a little bit more time in prayer and a less more time talking and talking about what ain't being done, God would move in our lives. 
You see, but while he was praying, I like this, I like this, because uh, God showed up quick. While he was praying, the Spirit of the Lord came upon uh, Jehazel, who was the Levite preacher. Watch this. And the Spirit of the Lord gives Jehoshaphat a prophetic word. And listen, listen, he says, listen, King, and all who live in Jerusalem and Judah, this is what the Lord says for you to do. Don't be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. So he says, I like this, he says, tomorrow, I want you to march down against them. And now they'll be climbing up by the path of Ziz, and you'll find them at the end of the gorge of the desert of Jerusalem. He says, you will not have to fight this battle. He says, take up your position, however. And stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord. You see, Judah and Jerusalem, he says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow. And the Lord, and the Lord will be with you. I got to excuse my voice. I did some extra yelling last night. Amen. My football team won. Y'all pray for me. Amen. The writer says, so, 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 watch this. In, in the text, I wonder, I wonder if I could ask this question. How many of us have found ourselves in unpredictable positions where we didn't know what to do, we didn't know what to say, we didn't know where to go, we didn't know how things would actually turn out? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then we heard or felt a word from the Lord. And because we felt the power of God, we recognized that the disadvantage was now about to be our advantage. So look, 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 look. Two times, two times, Jehazel spoke to the congregation. And two times he told them, be not afraid nor dismayed by the reason of this great multitude. That's in the book. Watch this. For the battle is not yours. It's God. He goes on to say, ye shall not need to fight in this battle. But he says, set yourselves and take your position and stand still and see the salvation of God. Watch this. He says, stand still because the Lord will give you, O Judah and Jerusalem. He told him, he said, fear not. Be not dismayed. He said, go out against them. I'm trying to get you to get there. Go out against them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. I often wonder, I say it all the time, all the time, I say it, we're we so concerned about what's going on in the street, but yet we won't go out and do what we know God has given us the power to do. Okay, let me help you, let me help you. All this crime and foolishness in the street, there's a war going on out there. But I believe if we follow these instructions, Okay, if we follow these instructions and we go out amongst the people and just start doing what God has given us the power and authority to do, we can shift this whole situation. Now, let me put a pause right here. Let me put a pause. I got one right here. Thank you. I'm good. Appreciate y'all. Let me, let, me, let me put a pause right here. And, let me, and Tanya, I know we don't do this because this ain't radio, but I just want to pull up a disclaimer. We got to start calling things as they are. Let me say that again. We have to start calling things as they are. If folks are doing wrong, we got to call wrong where it is. We can't sugarcoat it. We can't tap them on the back. We can't say, oh, this is this and this is that. No, 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 no. If people are doing what they're supposed to do and we have instruction on how to correct it, we ought to follow that instruction. Can I talk to some parents in the city of Chicago for just one moment? 
If you don't want the police checking your kids, then you should check your kids in your house. I don't know about y'all, but I was given instruction as a child. Now, I know there's been books written about what you should and should not do. Help me on the go. There's been a show. They told you, know, well, you know, tell him to go stand in the corner and think about what he's done. But I'm sorry. When you've broken somebody's car windows out and you smashed down store windows and you've done this, standing in the corner ain't going to fix that situation. If you're out on the street and it's about two, three, four hundred of you doing things that are illegal, I'm sorry, in my book, that's called mob action. Ain't no way, ain't, ain't no getting around it. It is what it is. So hold on, let me help you real quick. Let's call it what it is. I'm not saying you talk, you talk about them like they're animals, but I'm saying you need to stop, you need to stop holding back on these kids. Treat them like they want to be treated. If they act like they want to be act, if they act like they want to be treated badly, pull them in the house. Neighbors, stop grabbing these children. Stop letting them control you. Instruction matters. And when you follow instruction, you see the result. Let's let's let's, let's watch this, watch this, watch this. You see, why, why, many of us, many of us, many of us we might not be fighting an enemy army that's at our gates, but every day we fight the battle of temptation and pressures that are thrown upon us in this world. But the Bible says, I like this, the Bible says our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Come on, you read it too, huh? It's not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers and the, against the authorities and against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces in evil realms. King James says it like this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6 and 12, it's in there. Church, you see, the enemy wants us to, to rebel against God, but needs to remember that the believers of God, we have his spirit in us. And if we face obstacles and struggles, God will fight for us, and God always wins. So in our story, in our story, in our story, in our, in, in our scripture, the next day they departed from where they were. They followed instruction. They met up with the enemy in the narrow mountain cliff called Ziz. This was located at the end of the brook before the wilderness. And once the enemy was in their sight, the only thing they needed to do was stand still. Watch this. And watch what God was about to do. The Bible says the congregation falls down in worship to the Lord, and the Levites stand up to praise God with loud voices. I want to put a pause right there, because let me help you. I often have to have this conversation. We talk about it way too much on the radio, but I noticed what happened in the building last week. Some of you might not have been here. Some of you might have watched online. But you had to be in the place and space. Sometimes we have to learn how to just stand still and let God do his work. Don't matter how long you was up writing. Don't matter how long you was typing. Don't matter none of that. When God says, let me do what I do, we have to stop worrying about all of that. Don't worry about who's going to shout, who's going to show up. Just stand still and watch him work. 
There is a huge, I'm not going to call it a controversy, there's some thoughts in the church about, well, praise don't take all that. Yeah. And, and you can't tell me how to praise my God. Now, you're right. I can't tell you how to praise God. But there's this book, it's 66 of them in this big binded book. And in that book, it tells me how God wants to be praised. If I can go back for just a moment, in the Bible it said the congregation fell down in worship. And then it says the Levites, that's the church, y'all, that's the church. The Levites stand up, stand up to praise God with loud voices. So when you're asked by the person before you to give God some glory and praise, first of all, we shouldn't have to ask. Because, see, watch this, if you are able to get yourself to this place and make yourself comfortable in a seat, you ought to be able to give God some glory just for that. Okay. So, so, so. So, so I'm almost, I'm almost done. As they went into the wilderness of this place called Tekoa, which, which means firm and solid, they approached the wilderness, and Jehoshaphat stopped the army and gave them one of the shortest charges on record. Watch this. He gave them a couple, couple quick things real quick. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. That was it. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Believe in his prophets, so you shall prosper. Watch this. Then, 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 Jehoshaphat gets his singers, those who know how to sing in the anointing and not in the flesh. Watch this. And they lead the way to the conflict, praising God in the beauty, in the beauty of his holiness. So, so watch this. As they go before the army, they say, praise the Lord for his mercy endured forever. They didn't shoot a bow. They didn't shoot an arrow. They didn't throw a spear. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't a catapult. I was about to say gun. They didn't have them back then. No weapon was used except for the weapon of praise. When they began to sing and praise the Lord, God set ambushments against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which had come against Judah, and they were all destroyed. Because they stood up against Israel. I'm telling you right now, church, if we stand together, any and everything that stands against the church will be destroyed. Any and everything that stands up against the word of God will be caused to go to sleep. Watch this. I like this. God calls confusion in the enemy. Praise calls confusion in the enemy. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Let me help you this way. God turned the tables for them. He switched it around for them. Somebody here needs to get this this morning because God has angels fighting on your behalf. And all you got to do is stand still and see the salvation of God. He showed up right in the midst where Judah was about to go to battle. Well, if you remember our Bible studies from way back when, we recognized that Judah means praise. And if you lift up a praise, God will do the work. 
Real quick, I ain't going to bother you no more. He just looked at your neighbor and said, your tables are about to turn. Okay, look at that other neighbor because I didn't hear it with no confidence. Say, your tables are about to turn. See, he doesn't know what it is. It might be fear. It might be a, an addiction. It might be a relationship issue. It could be the threat of something, a, a controlling spirit on your job. But the tables are about to turn. Whatever it might be, the tables are turning for your favor and in your advantage. I believe, I believe I heard the Lord saying when I started writing this down that, that everything you lost in the battle, he's going to give it back to you. Watch this. And some. Because see, when they got to the place, the scripture tells me, when they got to the place, everybody was dead, but all the riches remained. You often wonder how these folks with no jobs and all this illegal activity are running around with hundreds and thousands of dollars and driving $100,000 cars, but with no job. But watch this. Watch the I, I equated real quick. I believe that if we did what we were supposed to do as a church, I'm not talking about Ebenezer. I'm talking about the church universal. If we did what we were supposed to do as a church, those riches would be laid up for us. Because God would take everything away from them and give it to those who would use it to establish his kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I'm, 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 I'm literally all about doing it. Watch this. It took them three days to gather up all of the riches that were left behind. And then on the fourth day, I like this, they assembled themselves in the valley of Baracha. That's called the valley of praise. This is how you got to do a little research. They assembled themselves in the Valley of Baracha, and it's called the Valley of Praise. And they got there so they could praise God because he had made them rejoice over their enemies. God will put you in a place where all you can do is to give him glory, honor, and praise. He will set you up so that you are in a place and in a position so that when you get there, you recognize that all I can do now is give him some glory. I wish we recognized that when we walked into this building that we were able to make it through six days of the week. When we walked back in here, that we would have the strength, the ability, and the knowledge, and at least the unction to give God some praise for allowing us to be here. Sometimes, and you know, I know, unfortunately, it's become cliche, but we hear it all the time. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, Somebody got it. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, see, when we look for our victory, all we need to do is look back at the cross. We don't have to pump and prime you. We don't have to pull teeth. All you need to do is look back at the cross and think about the victory that was won on the cross. Jesus said, it is finished. You see, he turned the table some 2,000 years ago. So, so when the enemy thinks he has you depressed and disgusted and confused and you're back against the wall, that's when you flip the script and say, do you remember the cross? Do you remember my Lord and Savior died for me? And he got up three days later with all power in his hands. That's when you flip the script and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for dying for me. I thank you for getting up for me. 
I thank you for keeping me. I thank you for keeping my family. I, I thank you for keeping my household. That's when you turn around and say, Lord, you are the way maker. You make a way out of nowhere. The enemy wants to steal your joy, and he wants to take your peace. But I learned a long time ago that according to James 4 and 2, that if I resist the enemy, he will flee from me. That's in the book. My praise not only helps me, watch this, to put a resistance against the enemy, but my praise is also a weapon. Don't get it twisted. I use my praise as a weapon. Anytime I'm going through, anytime I get stuck, I just start praising God. Anytime it's a little bit of confusion, I just start praising God. If they get on my nerves at work, I just start praising God. If they get on my nerves while I'm driving, I just start praising God. Watch this. I like this. Psalm 144. David said this. Praise be to the Lord. My rock who trains my hand for war and my finger for battle. Come here, David. He said this in Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name. Every time you and I praise God, we're giving him the opportunity to turn the table around in our situation. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I said I wasn't going to bother you. I got to do it just one more time. Just look at your neighbor and say, are you ready to turn the table? Are you ready? For favor, are you ready for the advantage? Are you ready to get back what the enemy stole? My, 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 my. The Lord said that what he's about to do for you, he's going to strike fear in the people that oppose you. I believe God is telling us right now, don't worry about them. Just praise me. Don't worry about that problem. Just praise me. Don't worry about that situation. Just praise me. Help me, Holy Ghost. Don't worry about that hard-headed child. Just praise me. Don't worry about the foolishness in Washington, D.C. Just praise me. Don't worry about the foolishness in City Hall. Just praise me. The tables are about to be turned. So Ebenezer, be encouraged. Be a good cheer because today we're turning the tables in our favor and in our advantage. I believe God can do anything but fail. And why I have a witness in the room that believes if I just let up a little pray, can I stand flat foot and just say, thank you, Jesus? Can you stand flat foot and just say, thank you, Jesus? Can you stand flat foot and say, thank you, Father? Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Bless be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Be not dismayed. I'm going to 
will take my seat. But can I encourage you? Although you get a little bit of tired and we get a little weary and we get a little frustrated, we got a partner and his name is Jesus Christ. And he's waiting for you. I was a big wrestling fan when I was growing up. And I used to like the part when they would have a tag team wrestling. And that one guy who was the weak link on the team, he would be getting the mess beat out of him for about a good six or seven minutes. And every time he would get to the co- close to the corner, the enemy would pull him back away. But then all of a sudden, he would get a little help. And he would feel his help coming. And he would make his way to the corner and tag his partner. I wish I had some folk in the room who ain't tired yet. And to make their way to the corner and tag Jesus in and watch him do his work. Let him fight for us. Be still, Ebenezer, and know that he is God. Stand still, Ebenezer, and see the salvation of him. Lift up your voice and praise him in this place. And God will do the rest. Praise him. When you feel like it, and when you don't. Praise him when it don't feel good, and when it do feel good. Just give God some praise, and he'll turn the table around for you. The word of God is already blessed. Hallelujah. The door of the church is open. The door of the church is open. My God, the door of the church is open because the tables have turned around. Turned around for you and you and you and you and you. My, 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 my. The door of the church is open. I know it's just us in here. Hallelujah. I see just us. Amen. 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 Since we have none, but there are many in witness, we thank God for what he did on today. And we thank God for turning tables. Amen. Amen. Let church say amen. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Minister King preached that last night for his football team, I'm sure. Turn the table. Somebody need to know that today. Let the church say amen, amen, amen. A couple of quick quick things. Again, women, please stay for five minutes after worship the benediction. Want to say happy birthday to Sister Naomi Campbell, who celebrated a lot of years. I, I, you ain't giving me permission, so I don't put it out, but happy birthday to you. Uh, also, Vivian Peake has a birthday this week. Praise the Lord. She also didn't give me permission, so whatever that number is, we thank God for another revolution around the sun. Praise the Lord. Also, congratulations to Evan and Rochelle Person on 34 years of marriage. She stuck in for 34 years. We know she got a, a ticket to the kingdom. <laughs> Amen. Just want to say something real quick, real quick. 
Y'all keep it right there, right there. And I'm glad you're standing there, Deacon Mayberry. I'm glad you're standing. I need you to hear this. So many of you are aware I've been a part of a covert of pastors focusing on evangelism uh, for the past uh, 16 months. In November, we will complete our cohort and get our little certificate and final whatever we're going to get in Washington, D.C. We have been focused on evangelism since January, and we're continuing. And we've seen some upticks and things that have happened. People have come to join our fellowship, and we praise God for that. But I also wanted to take a moment just to share a divine moment. One of the tools that our instructors gave us was this app, this app called Bless Every Home. It's called Bless Every Home. And the way this app works, you put in the address for your church, and everybody in the neighborhood's name and contact information, I don't know how they do it, but their name and their contact information appears. And what this app encourages you to do is to pray for those people that's in your community on this app. Okay, stay with me. I'm going somewhere. On this app was a name that I prayed for. I, every time on Sunday morning, these names roll out in the community. And one of the names that I prayed for was the name that Deacon Mayberry gave to me today of that young lady with her two boys and dog was. Her name is Tiffany Johnson. This is what they gave me today. Her name is on this app. I prayed for her. Now, I don't know where this is going to go. She gave us her telephone number, and I'm going to reach out to her. But Ebenezer, my point is, this will work if we work it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we all do our part. If we all follow the instruction. Every one of us have a role to play yeah. in growing this church. Yeah, yeah. That's good, So when you keep hearing the pastor alluding to evangelism, yeah, when you keep hearing me say reach out to your neighbors, your family members, your friends, yeah. That's what God has called each one of us to do. And I just thank God for confirmation this morning that we are on the right path. Yeah, we want it to be quicker, but this is in God's time. This is in God's time. And I don't know how long it's going to take for you, for God to prick your heart to get involved, but I'm telling you, since you say you love this church, since you come here Sunday after Sunday, know that you have a job to do. I know he preached, but I had to put it out. You have a job to do. Because we want to be sure. I said we want to be sure that 121 years from now, the doors of this church are still open. And the seed that we plant will be flourishing. So I need all of you all to continue to focus on spreading the good news of Jesus to help people make a decision for Christ.
thank God for the confirmation. Y'all don't know how happy this is. Y'all don't know how happy I am. Because we were obedient. We were obedient. We prayed for these names that I didn't know this was the name that was going to show up at our door. But we thank God. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. Let the church say amen. together to hear um, what the Lord has to say to us in regards to this worship experience that um, we're planning for in October. But we want to be clear that for any effort such as this, you always have to cover it with prayer. And so I appreciate Sister Jukanda laying the foundation so that anytime we gather together that we seek the Lord first. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you um, and we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise because it all belongs to you. And so, Father, as we gather at this time, I ask that you would give us clarity of thought, enunciation of speech, and understanding 
so that we can receive the vision that you've given our sister um, for this worship experience that you've allowed us as a body of believers to enjoy for the past 70 plus years, I believe. But Lord, for this time we committed unto you. Um, we want you to be glorified and to be magnified. And we want to be unified. We want to be unified on the foundation of giving glory and honor to our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, so that all this said and done, that you would be pleased. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Good afternoon, ladies. All right. So first, give it to God and Pastor and um, Sister Pastor. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. Um, first Lady and I have been working on um, our Women's Day basically since the end of the vendor fair. We've been in discussion about what um, the plans will be for Women's Day. And so they're starting to come together. Um, as Pastor has alluded to already, we have already uh, locked in speaker, and as soon as we get the confirmation back that she accepts, then we can let you know our speaker's uh, name. Um, the theme of our Women's Day is the power and strength of a woman. Um, our scripture will be coming from uh, Proverbs 31 and 25. Um, strength and honor are her clothing, and she, and she shall uh, rejoice in time to come. So that is a scripture that was chosen for our Women's Day. Um, with that being said, we're also going to need the help and volunteers of our lovely ladies um, for our Friday and Sunday events. I know that Miss um, Artel is doing a fish fry that day. We're also going to be combining that with the family night um, events with games and things like that. So that is something that we would like to not only uh, coordinate with Ms. Artel, but also I would appreciate some of your ideas and things in regards to that. Um, and then Sunday, will um, our second event at the church is another fellowshipping family event. Will it be uh, um, basically an ice cream dessert social? So it's not just ice cream, but we also want to have other treats and things as well. So that's also something we would like volunteers to help us coordinate as well. Um, our colors for Women's Day will be a mixture of orange and white. Um, basically, any combination will uh, suffice. Also, um, our assessment is uh, $121, um, and you can do that within the payment plan or all at once or whatever uh, best suits you, but that's the assessment for Women's Day. Um, and we're also inviting some of our younger ladies, as well as our junior young ladies to participate in this event, which means our little uh, ladies from the youth ministry will be uh, participating. Basically, we want them to, you know, give an idea of how they would like to change the world. And some of our other younger ladies will be doing little aspects in the service, whether it's giving the um, doing the scripture or a prayer for the service or what have you. So those things are becoming um, that information will be coming forth. Um, was there anything else? Um, this is, as you know, um, our first time doing this, and so we've gotten a lot of guidance from all of you guys, and we appreciate that. But now we're seeking. We have, and thank you for your patience. Um, all of our ideas, of course, we had to 
um, go through pastor to make sure um, that we met with his approval. Um, and we've been in prayer um, and also he's been helping us a lot with praying through what we should do. But we really, really, really want to involve um, you guys as well. I know um, as far as Friday night, meeting some volunteers um, with, and um, we need to speak with our tail and form a committee with our tail um, as far as the fish fry and then coordinating that, um, as Jaconda said, with a games night, fun night, family night, and then um, a group of Sunday ice cream socials to coordinate a list of volunteers um, for that. But if you guys have suggestions for us too, please, now is the time. And we're also um, coordinating with um, our musical director to coordinate in terms of what we're doing for that day, which, um, so that'll also be coming forth as well. So we're just getting a lot of things together. So we'll have a fun-filled women's day. Um, and our understanding, um, you, you kind of talked about the assessment, but that in the past there's been an assessment um, for women, um, for women's day, and so, um, in prayer, we've determined uh, $121 and, um, or what you can afford for that, or um, it can be done in payment plans um, up until that event. So. 31 and 25, yes, ma'am. Yes. The Friday before Women's Day, the weekend. After that would be after the service. And our hope for the ice cream social, we're forming a committee, but yes. um, we would like to. We would uh, we would really appreciate if the men would be the ones to help us in service um, in servicing the women that day. So they would serve, help yes. serve the women, so we would be able to enjoy the ice yes. cream. We can coordinate it, but we'd be able to enjoy it and have the guys serve us. Yes, Pastor. Food, hand that is something that's also being coordinated as well. <laughs> the Women's Day is October 8th, so that that weekend. Was that the 6th through the 8th? Eight, right. Yes. Orange and white. Yes, Orange, peach, white. Any other questions? That was something that uh, that's Tana something that we were discussing on. as well. We're trying to get we need to coordinate with our church secretary to get we want to get the color so yes. orange or white. Um, so we'll uh, be calling you to see if we can coordinate that to work that out. Yes. To be able to enjoy your dinner and play games, socialize, so on the same time, Friday night. I, I know we have to coordinate with we have to coordinate with our tail. So our tail, we could speak with you afterwards. Um, we need some volunteers for that Friday night event, please.
October 6th. And we will get back to you and coordinate the exact times and what's going to be involved. We're just still in that planning phase and getting approval. Yes, October 6th. Volunteers? Yep. That Friday night is the 6th. And then, as you know, Wednesday is uh, that Sunday the 8th. Oh, yeah. The Friday before. Same weekend. Sorry. That's, we need to coordinate We're that. Still, yes. so, October 6th. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Oh, the volunteers. Yes, I'm sorry. Peach slash orange and white, any combination coordination? We don't have a price yet. We're going to be working with Artel and that committee. We just wanted to really share the preliminary details, what we've come up with, what we've gotten approved, um, just so you're not in the dark and you know. Um, so we'll keep you updated as new details come. And as some of you have already been doing, you also have contact information so you know we can discuss any ideas that you might have, if you like, and I'll you know, pass them along this way. Yes, ma'am. We are going to be coordinating the music with you. In a second. I'm going to speak to you after. Yes. Have some other ideas? Yeah. Okay. No problem. I think our vision was to start the fish fryer. Whoever's in the kitchen preparing the fish to do that early, and then afterwards be able to fellowship over the meal and play games. So staying.
as we said, we're still coordinating that part of it, and that's, uh, that's right. also one of the right. reasons why we were going to, you know, speak with you about that. But it's, like I said, it's not set in stone yet. We're still trying to figure right. the logistical part of it. And All we're doing right now is sharing with you preliminary what uh, should be happening that Women's Day we right. And that committee, we can formulate what it will look like. I mean, I'm, I mean, if we're going to, if you're saying if they do the push by early, it's fine. People can take it out or stay. But we're saying if the people who are going to stay and eat, is that what you're saying? Some people stay and eat there. But the people who are going to stay and eat can fellowship and talk and we can have games or we can just fellowship. So what that looks like, I mean, we will meet with you and form a committee with you to see what, what works best. How will that work? How can that work? We don't want just, oh, just have your meal and just go. Maybe the, to use that as an opportunity for us to really start fellowship as we go into that weekend. That's what we said we were going to. Um, I'm sorry. So if this, if it's okay with everybody, since there's a lot of conversation about it.